Hey, welcome or welcome back. I'm Kaylee, and today I kind of wanted to get into cyberbullying. Because sometimes I feel like with social media, it masks the actual pain that I can inflict. When we think about cyberbullying, it's really hard to see the actual effects it has on people because it's all through screens. We don't, we don't know what's going on in their lives. Whereas in in person, you can kind of see people's reactions and see how they're feeling. Um, I was a very shy kid, and starting in sixth, seventh grade, I was kind of a huge scary thing for me to go from sixth to seventh grade. And throughout the year, I became this meme. I was like a frog or something. I don't exactly know to the school and I struggled a lot to get out of my shell and make friends as well as at this time in my life um my mental health started deteriorating a lot for the first time and I really didn't know how to handle it and this is something I never really liked to talk about it kind of always made me uncomfortable I pretended like it didn't happen um So now I would like to use this to talk about that stuff and the effects that cyberbullying actually has because with coronavirus and quarantine and everything in 2020, I actually think that this problem could have gotten a lot worse for some people. Um, So it was like the frog. I think it was my lips, something about how they look, which I've never fully understood they used to be something I was really insecure about when I was little and if you don't know me or like know what I look like I have pretty large lips comparatively um and I don't know growing up people always said stuff about them and I like never really took it as a compliment but I never took it as an insult either it was just that um and then seventh grade, when it was something everyone had already talked about in my life, and then people, like, made fun of me for it, it just, like, and my looks and everything like that, it just made me really insecure about myself. And then I kind of started picking apart everything about myself, and this was, like, the time in my life when I discovered, oh, shit, I have a body, too. And that was just, like, one more thing for my young mind to, like, pick apart, um, And this got really bad. I ended up um, not having a phone for a while because of it. Social media just got really bad. And the thing was, it all was on social media. So it was kind of just easier for me not to have it. And then going to school, it was just kind of a huge cause of anxiety for me because you didn't. Like, that's the weird thing with cyberbullying. In my mind, I feel like you never really know who's seen it or who's talked about it or anything like that. It's all online. Um, So anyone you meet could, like, at your school or something like that, your age, could know. And then it kind of just makes you not want to talk to anybody and just stay in your own little space, your own corner, and get through your day. And then you go home and you're like, finally, I'm home. And then the next day, you have to go. And then once you're done with the five days a week, you get two days all to yourself to, I don't know, read a book or something. But this was really, like, a big time in my life where 
anxiety kind of controlled what I did and what I allowed myself to do. And then I feel like the term cyberbullying, people are like, what are you talking about cyberbullying? Um, and I feel like it's so easily look, overlooked. People don't care what you say online, it feel, seems like, anymore. Which I think is kind of dumb. Like, the definition of cyberbullying is bullying or harassment using electronics devices. And this could be, like, hate speech towards anything. Threats, um, mean or inappropriate jokes, rumors spread around. Rumors hurt people more than you know, guys. And in high school, there are so many rumors. So, if you don't... I'm, like, totally adding this in. If you don't know someone personally or know, like, things about it, I don't know. It's always just better to stay out of things. Um, sexual, like, jokes or remarks or just personal information being spread around. Because that's really hard to deal with, too. We shouldn't share all of our personal information on social media. I try and be kind of careful about that, yet I do share, like... A lot of personal details about myself, it feels like, on social media. But I remember this one time. It was seventh grade, and I decided, I was like, okay, I can go to the dance. Like, it'll be fine. And I I never really liked, I was like, I hate Hyde Park. I don't want to go there. I don't want to see anybody my own age. I don't want to be around people I go to school with unless I'm at school and I absolutely have to and I was like you know what the dance everyone will be so wrapped up in themselves no one's gonna worry about me I'm totally fine and I remember after me and my friend this was like my only friend I had managed to make and keep at the time I think I had been friends with her since like fifth grade um we were going to Goodies, I think, to get ice cream. And this group of people saw me, and I was like, you know what, Kaylee? You're okay. It doesn't matter. And they basically, like, poured water on me and, like, riveted by me like a frog and made, like, noises and stuff. And this kind of, like, pushed me back. I was like, okay, maybe I just can't go outside. Like, maybe I can't leave my house. Because it, like, it was like, oh, it's not all social media. Like, I'm just gross, and I'm disgusting, and I don't want to be seen in public anymore and that was when I just started staying inside my house not leaving and people would do that in school like down the hallways and stuff and no one that I like talked to at the end of seventh grade near like eighth grade the summer before eighth grade I started to like branch out and talk to more and I was trying and no one ever really realized because they didn't see it and like weren't around those people because I was always alone I never hung out with anybody like my brain always told me everyone hates you everyone thinks you're disgusting nobody wants to be your friend nobody wants to talk to you and that literally controlled every relationship I had okay but it kind of is different when we talk statistic wise and report wise so for numbers Girls were bullied far more than boys, and that's a 31% compared to an 11%. And is it just that boys don't want to admit to being cyberbullied, or is it that the boys are the cyberbullies? Two theories, both completely admirable, but you decide what one you think. Reports from the Idaho statement basically say that Idaho is number one for cyberbullying. And it's been like this for a, a while. So... Number one, what does that look like? It looks like 21% of students in Idaho have reported 
being cyberbullied. Highest in the nation is one-fifth of our students being cyberbullied. But one-fifth, that's not the craziest percentage. It could be way worse. One-third, one-half. One-fifth of an entire school is an insane amount of people. Let alone one-fifth of all high schools and junior highs. So... Then it kind of goes into what apps are the worst. Apps like YOLO and Soraha, horrible, stupid, don't get them. <laughs> and they're basically anonymous messaging apps, and I know what you're t- that you guys know what I'm talking about. And they make spreading the negativity so much easier. Not only when you're behind your screen is it so much easier to say what you want and not care, but when you're behind a screen and you have to take no credibility for what you say. Nobody's going to know who said it? Who left the mean comment? So then you have no... Oh, God, I can't believe I said that. No one knows it was you. Why would you feel bad? But you should feel bad. Because those messages still harm people. What if one-fifth of all our YOLO messages were mean? You have 20 super nice ones. You're like, these are awesome. These are great. But you have five mean ones. And those five mean ones are going to tear you apart way more than those 20 nice ones are ever going to build you up. So then why would you even... Why would you even post for the anonymous messages? Why would you even go that route? And a child's home is no longer a safe space with cyberbullying. And this is the thing that kind of bothers me about it the most. Is that if you're being bullied at school, you can go home and you have your space and you have your time. And you don't have to be scared there. And you're good for a little while. But with cyberbullying, our phone is always just... A reach away they're always close to us and they keep going off we get the notifications we're like oh my god who is that next thing we know it's a mean message and it totally destroys us our our home could not be um a safe space entirely when we're still alike getting all of these so that's why i didn't have social media for a while i just figured cut it all out which actually i kind of think is the smartest because social media is really toxic a bunch of my friends cut it out even without being cyberbullied they just prefer not to have it some days and I do totally see the reasoning behind it and I fully support it and this blog also last thing I want to talk about thinks that this issue could be resolved by parents checking our phones and I want to say right now that this is the dumbest idea I have ever heard Um, This builds no trust between the parent and the child. And right now, in my opinion, we are growing up when social media is booming and the biggest. Our parents didn't have this. Meaning, looking through our stuff, not going to help. They they don't necessarily have experience with this. So it kind of minimalizes the room for genuine, honest conversation about social media, which is something that we probably should converse about. If something's not nice to post and you're not comfortable with hundreds of people seeing it, don't let 10 people see it. That's the way I think about it. If you, if you would be embarrassed of how mean you are being or sad of how mean you are being and you wouldn't want your mom to see how you were talking to somebody, then don't fucking say it. Because the thing about social media is you can screenshot everything. You can screen record everything. There's always the chance everyone can see everything. And that goes for inappropriate pictures, too. Like, those get sent around. Oh, my goodness. those That's horrible. Well, then, take care of you first and don't send them in the first place. I don't care who asked. 
if you don't want to, don't do it. Um, but how are we supposed to talk about any of this stuff if our parents go through our phones? We're just going to learn to hide things. And trust us, we, we definitely will learn to hide them and may know how to hide them. So it's kind of just all about teaching social media etiquette rather than snooping. And social media etiquette is kind of what I said before. If you're not comfortable with 10 people seeing it, don't post it. If you're not comfortable with 100 people seeing it, don't post it. If you wouldn't want your mom to hear that hate speech, don't say it. Because sometimes we post things not thinking about them and they actually hurt people. And that was never our intent. So thank you so much for listening. I love you's other social medias will be linked down in the description below. And remember, I love you.